1: What do the Cowboys need to do on Sunday night to upset the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys
2: podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast locked Network, your on. team every locked day.
0: On. Locked. locked On. Locked. locked On. Locked On Cowboys. Locked On
2: Cowboys.
1: Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. And today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus Mosher. He is Lena McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, week one is here. I hope you you've got your cleats all ready to go, all broken in, ready to. to, to that's a terrible deck. Process. I actually
0: I actually had to stop practice yesterday and change the cleats because uh, they weren't very comfortable. Uh, man, that was a fun little firestorm to come uh, back onto Twitter about yesterday and o- I mean, only to realize wore, it was cleat based. Like,
1: <laughs> has nobody worn like new shoes like out of the basketball court? Like the first day, your feet hurt. Like you get blisters and you like it happens it happens
0: i mean just dallas cowboys man if it's not one thing it's it's a if it's not you know the index cards it's cleats it's you know all legal the stuff we gotta items, learn yeah. about yeah all the ancillary here. items you have to know about to follow this team are just crazy <laughs> look just don't just stay in the jordan ones and you'll be fine yeah, you know fine. just yeah Uh, All right.
1: So we're going to do our preview for the Cowboys week one matchup against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let's start with the Cowboys offense first, since we are talking about Dak Prescott. And I'm not even going to ask you if you're worried about Dak because we're not, but what do the Cowboys need to do in this game to generate enough offense to win?
0: Well, I I think that they're going to have to, you know, exactly figure out what is the state of their pass protection. You know, I I think that they, they can have an idea kind of going in, you know, to the, into the game based on what they've seen in practice. Uh, but they, they haven't seen Connor McGovern and Tyler Smith working on uh, that left side in a game together, e- even a preseason game. So uh, it, it's, it, that's going to be an interesting part. I, I think for the Cowboys, they're going to need to run the football effectively early on simply to, to kind of get those guys comfortable. Um, I don't want this to be a game where they're, they're only you know trying to run into a brick wall, but I, I think that, that, you know, getting, some success early in the run game will help people like Tyler Smith and Connor McGovern kind of settle into the game a little bit and provide opportunities for play action stuff that can help, you know, kind of attack that second level, which is, you know, a dangerous group of linebackers. I think that the the passing game will work. Um, I, I just don't know that they will uh, come out and, and let it loose Right up front, without you know, kind of getting some run going at, at first, getting some comfort—not not not the classic establish the run nonsense necessarily, more just establishing a comfort level for their offensive linemen, right, and and then getting getting them a couple shots before. Uh, you know, s- switching it up and seeing what they have as pass protectors.
1: So generally, I would agree with you. Like the best way to at least get your offensive lineman, your young offensive lineman, like in a rhythm is like to run the ball and keep the defense off balance a little bit. But I just went back and watched the week one game last year against Tampa Bay. And like Todd Bowles was just bringing pressure, like up the A gaps from the first play. Like it was clear he was not going to allow this Cowboys team to run the ball. He wanted them to have to take chances down the field. And I don't know why we should expect anything else, right? Like if Tampa Bay is having six guys basically all at the line of scrimmage, does it really make sense to just try to run the ball up the middle? Because my answer would be probably no. I actually think the best way for the Cowboys to start off this game is just a lot of quick passes. Like Dak not holding the ball beyond two and a half seconds.
0: Yeah. Quick, quick, quick. I think you're going to see a lot of screens. I think you're going to see a lot of, you know, runs to the outside. I, I you know, I'm not necessarily advocating running between the B gaps with Connor McGovern and, 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 uh, you know, Biotis versus, Biotish. versus uh, Akeem Hicks and, and, and I think that you, you got to find a way to attack the edge, especially guys like Barrett, who are, is a great pass rusher, but you know, I think you can run the ball right at him and have some success uh, I think that that outside of you know, kind of getting some quick passes out and and kind of running at the attacking that edge where you know they've got guys like I said, it, it was Barrett that Tryon. These are guys that they don't have JPP anymore. They probably will trot out Golds at some point, but yeah. these these guys are pass rushers, and and I think that you're going to be able to find some success on the edge running at them. Uh, and then yeah, I, I I don't think you're wrong. I think. You know, they're going to throw a ton of screens. They're going to throw a ton of slants. They're going to throw uh, a lot of kind of short yardage stuff, uh, uh, you know, short, short, shorter passes that they're hoping will get yak. They'll get involved. Yep. They'll get Pollard involved in the pass game. Um, I think they're going to try, you know, everything they can early on you know, short of trying to throw the ball a, a lot, you know, seven step drops down the field that, yeah, just, I don't think early, that's right? Yeah. yeah. I,
1: I think you're going to see a lot of swing passes, screen passes, probably a jet sweep or two, right. Just things to get Tampa Bay a little bit off their heels. So they can't just pin their ears back and go after Dak. Like that's gotta be the strategy here for the Cowboys. And, Really, Lena, I think it's really important that the Cowboys get some kind of points on their first two or three drives. Like, you can't go three and out on back to back drives to start this game. Like, you've got to find a way to get something on the board
0: early. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think both teams are going to feel that way for sure. Uh, and I think that, yeah, the, for the Cowboys, it's, it's definitely going to change a lot of the angles if they're able to get points on the board and get up front early you know, that's where they've struggled before. So it'll be interesting to see if they can kind of mix that up a little bit, come out a little bit hotter uh, and find a way to kind of ch- use rhythm, you know, use uh, 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 a mixing of, of personnel, whatever it takes to kind of get the Tampa Bay uncomfortable early, uh, get some points on, the, on yeah. the board and then hopefully kind of set the tone a little bit and hopefully help your defense a little bit. I mean, you know, even, it doesn't really help a ton if you're getting getting points early and having a lead early. It's about kind of having it a little bit later in the game. Yep, yep. But but to kind of play with the upper hand, to start out with the upper hand would be really beneficial, especially for the Cowboys playing at home.
1: Yeah, because the last thing you want is Tom Brady having like a 10-0 lead going into the second quarter. Because yep. then you just feel like you're behind the eight ball and you're chasing the whole game. But if this is like a – I think the Cowboys would love it if this is like a 10-7 game going into halftime, right? Like just yeah, absolutely. Keep it close
0: yeah i I think the cowboys would would i mean if the score is lower i think that's better for the cowboys right because i think they i think they have uh the more sustainable run game they can control the clock probably a little bit better um you know i I don't think the cowboys want to get in a shootout here uh i I think that that's just not the 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 matchup that they that they would prefer to go with no um and I think that they'll they'll have a better chance of controlling the game if they can do so through a balanced offense of a balanced offensive attack that's keeping them off their yes. off their off their heel, on uh, the defense on their heels, uh, and that allowing their defense to on the other side allow them to pin their ears back and go after Brady as he's trying to pass to catch up.
1: I will say really quickly before we move on to the defense, like this is gonna be a big role player game for the Cowboys. Like I, yeah. I have no doubt that CeeDee Lamb's gonna make plays, and so will Dalton Schultz. And I think Tony Pollard will have a couple big plays, but like you need Noah Brown on third and six to get open and make a catch when he's targeted, right? If Jake yeah. Ferguson is open on a you know play action boot, you need him to catch the ball and get up the field. Do you need you need Dennis Houston when he gets his opportunity. It's like, he's probably going to get one or two targets. So like make plays to me, that's going to be the difference in the Cowboys winning or losing this game.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, that's really, you know, we've talked about it all off season. And and I think now that we're getting into the regular season, we, we are definitely going to have this situation where, you know, CeeDee lamb is going to get a lot of attention. Uh, like he, he's going to get double teams. He's going to get, you know, triple teams. <laughs> he's going to, he's going to get oh, all the yeah. attention because, because, because there isn't a, a the same kind of threat uh, across from him like, like there was with Cooper. Schultz will get his attention too. once they, once teams start realizing that that Dak is going to target Schultz as well. They'll, they'll both probably started getting doubled. And what does that mean? That means that third guy, whoever it is, whether it's Gallup, whether, it, you know, before Gallup gets back, whether it's Noah Brown, whether it's yeah. Tolbert, that guy's got to beat man coverage. And if he can beat man coverage and just be where he's supposed to be, uh, then, you know, those four to five times that you need to call upon those guys during the game, uh, then then the Cowboys are going to have success offensively. That's well, just like a, a great unknown we don't know, right? Yeah,
1: and like That's, Tolbert in the preseason, like Tolbert was getting open. It just. He wasn't making the play at the catch finishing. point, right? It wasn't yeah. necessarily a drop, but like no. not finishing through contract or through contact. Right. Like, yep. that's the kind of stuff he's going to have to do in this game Agreed. if the Cowboys do want to win. Uh, so Absolutely. We'll, we'll see. Uh, all right. Let's, let's talk about how the Cowboys can potentially try to slow down Tom Brady. But before we do that, we want to tell you about LinkedIn. Uh, As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring So your network can help you find the right people to hire simple tools like screening questions, make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience. So you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs. Number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors, LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates that you want to talk to faster. And did you know that every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn, post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on nfl that is linkedin.com slash locked on nfl to post your job for free terms and conditions apply
2: if you're looking for the most comprehensive nfl draft coverage this off season look no further than the locked on nfl scouting podcast
0: Can I, go can ahead, I add Lane. one thing real quick I just, uh, before we move on, just because I want to make sure people that are getting their news from us know, like we're not just exaggerating about the Dak Prescott thing. Like he was laughing after practice yesterday about That's how fine. silly it was that he's on the injury list. This is literally a non-issue. So I just wanted to kind of add that part in before we moved all the way on to the defense. I'm not reporting it, but it's a blister. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we'll, uh, we'll be all okay. right. Yeah.
1: There you go. Uh, all right, let's talk about stopping Tom Brady. Uh, yeah, I think the game plan is actually pretty simple here. Um, last year, I think Brady got a little bit too comfortable in the pocket, and he was able to kind of dunk yeah. and dunk the way the ball down the field. I think this year, Landon, I think you dare Brady to hang in the pocket and throw the ball down the field against man-to-man coverage. Like if he wants to try Evans down the field against Diggs, that's fine. If he wants to try. Russell Gage, 25 yards down the field against Anthony Brown, and he beats you that way, you can live with it. I just don't know if the Cowboys can play soft underneath coverage and allow Brady
0: to kind of control the no. game that way. They why, and why would they? I mean, like, here's the thing. As much as there's been talk about how much the Cowboys have lost this offseason, I will point out that if – Chris Godwin doesn't play in this game, which is looking more and more likely that if even if he does play, he will be very compromised.
1: Mostly a decoy, I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. It,
0: it, it, if he doesn't play, Brady threw for 379 yards. And, and shout out to Babe Loffenberg, who just tweeted this out. Despite the fact that I looked this up last night, I was so mad that I saw him tweet this out, but I'm still going to go ahead and say it. Brady threw for 379 yards and four touchdowns against the Cowboys in week one last year of those receivers that, you know, he had last year. 360 of those 379 yards and all four touchdowns went to two guys who are not definitely not playing in this game, Antonio Brown and uh Rob Gronkowski. Yep. And and then another guy who likely won't play or will be very compromised in Chris Godwin. So I I agree that I think that the that, that despite Mike Evans still being Mike Evans, Russell Gage is dealing with the hamstring situation. Mm-hmm. They don't have the kind of horses that he used to have at tight end. Cameron Brate's a good tight end. I'm not trying to discount him, but he's not Rob Gronkowski. Kyle
1: Rudolph is Kyle Rudolph.
0: Yep, especially now he's older. Kyle. Even even older Kyle Rudolph. I, I think those are all huge aspects, but they're but they're nothing in by itself. I, I think we have to look at the comprehensive thing of. He doesn't have quite the receivers that he had last year. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, so which means that you feel a lot more comfortable playing press coverage, which means you can disrupt the early part of uh, of the timing of the routes. You've got all three of his starting interior offensive linemen from last year are gone. Mm-hmm. They they brought in Shaq Barrett to play right guard, but but outside of that, now they're playing a rookie left guard and a center who has very little experience. None of neither of which look, you know, incredible. Tom Brady has missed 12 days of training camp, which again, for Tom Brady playing in the long season of the season, who cares, Mm -hmm. but for week one, and and with an offensive line that he hasn't played with it could have an effect as they still try to work out the communication of that. Mm -hmm. And I think all of that is wrapped into the idea that Tom Brady struggles with pressure in his face, like all quarterbacks do, especially older quarterbacks. So I think that there's a pretty clear line of a, of an exploit of a weakness to exploit here. The Cowboys can find a way to get pressure, quick pressure in Tom Brady's face. They can disrupt the routes outside. It's going to cause Tom Brady a lot of distress. He's not going to be able yeah. to s- escape. That's not something he does well. He can slide around in the pocket. That's something that he's one of the best in the league about. But sliding around in the pocket is not quite possible when Odigizua has cleared out the center and Micah Parsons is teleporting into the backfield. So. Uh, I think that there is a lot of opportunity for the Cowboys to get pressure on Tom Brady in a way that they did not do last year. And beyond the fact that I think that this is just a better overall pass rushing team than it was when they faced T- Tampa Bay last year. I know that Randy Gregory is gone, but I think the, the, di- the difference there is made more than made up by how much better Micah Parsons is. you got a healthy Demarcus Lawrence. You've got, you've got youth that's going to be served. I, I I think, you know, the, the interior defensive tackles that we have have all gotten a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there's an opportunity for the Cowboys to actually harass Tom Brady in this game in a way that they did not do week one last year.
1: I agree. Uh, and the most important thing is getting Brady to third and seven, third and eight. And again, when I rewatched this game the other day, yep, the Cowboys were really good on third and seven and third and eight. There was a couple unbelievable throws that Brady had to Gronk like down the middle of the field where the coverage was fantastic, and he just put it in a spot that nobody was going to be able to get except for Gronk. Like if he if he's going to make those throws, it's fine. But you want to be able to get into situations where you can send five, you can try to confuse Brady off, uh, you know, uh, uh, a little bit with stunts or whatever. But that's going to be the key. It's not gi- not giving up eight yards on first down to a swing pass to Leonard Fournette, or not letting Russell Gage
0: just eat you up underneath. That's how the Cowboys win this game. There's going to be some time when Tom Brady is going to throw one up and, and it's going to be a miracle pass and, and, you, and you, he converts it third happens. down. That It, it happens. happens. The flip side of that is if you can get pressure on Tom Brady, and here's the other really big key part. If you can control the middle of the field, if you can control coverage in the middle of the field, they don't have they don't have Gronk. We just talked about it. they don't have Gronk. They do still have uh, 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 you know some of the other guys on their teams that that you know, Bray and some of these guys. But but Gronk was his security blanket, right? Uh, you know, Evans is a guy that they can do that too. But I like that that matchup between Evans and, and and Diggs. If you can control the middle of the field coverage wise and get even a little bit of pr- uh, pressure, Brady's not going to have it. Like He won't be the guy that, that throws the ball with pressure in his face anymore. He won't be the guy to slide out of the way. He'll just he'll go down. He'll yep. fall down and yep. take the sack and, and try to live another day, which will add up eventually. So the Cowboys have a way to, to kind of harass him in a way that I feel like uh, uh, that they didn't before. They have to find a way to avail themselves of that. Because, I, 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 look, as much as we may look to the 2021 game, I, I really do believe both of these teams are very, very different. I think mm-hmm. this is going to be a very different game.
1: So Tom Brady in the last matchup against the Cowboys on third and seven or longer, zero completions on four times. Yeah.
0: You got to You got to continue that, right? You got to get them in long situations. They're not going to be a great running team. Uh, I mean, they have, like I said, with the interior changes and in offensive line, they'll, they'll try, they'll try to establish that. And a Fournette's that a left. fine
1: running back. It's he, he, he actually makes me more nervous in the open field in the receiving game than he does as a pure
0: runner other than gold line stuff. Like I, I still think he's a really good short yardage runner, but again, kind of playing to this (laughs) very lined up advantage that the Cowboys have. He's a terrible pass protector. So like, again, if the Cowboys can find a way to get into the backfield, Brady's unprotected back there. So uh, I think that that's going to be the key. Stopping the run early, getting them into long down situations, uh, and then exploiting the, their uh, protection, uh, I think it's a pretty clean lineup for how you win this game. So last year
1: when the Cowboys were th- without Zach Martin in week one, we saw Todd Bowles do this kind of crazy thing where he had Nadamakan Suh and Vita Veya as like the edge rushers, and then inside they had Shaq Barrett and Jason Pierre-Paul. I think there was one player, it was Devin White lined over the center. I almost wonder if that's the way the Cowboys should go on some like second and third downs. Like, hey, here's, here's Golston and Osa going up against your tackles, but let's see if we can get DeMarcus Lawrence and Doris Armstrong one-on-one with your guards. Like, I, I wonder if that's the way the Cowboys should operate in this game.
0: Sam Williams. Sam Maybe Williams some Sam Williams. Sam Williams would will be a guy that they'll put inside too. That quickness and speed. He's shown a propensity for knocking passes down too. So yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's a role that he gets – I yeah I think you'll see that I think they're going to throw the chi- the the kitchen sink at them just to try yeah. to get this done I think you'll see a ton of stunts a ton of of, of twists they're going to get moving inside and they'll involve the linebackers there they'll have the uh, uh, you know uh, the bigger guys kind of clear out lanes for blitzing linebackers to come in behind them this is all stuff Tom Brady's seen before that's that's you know yeah. you're not going to fool him but you might fool the offensive lineman on a twist and stunt and get a free runner which you know Tom Brady can. Have seen that all he wants, he he can't stop okay. teleporting yeah. Micah Parsons. So,
1: and, and we should mention Micah. If the Cowboys want to win this game, they need Micah Parsons to play like a star. I I think Parsons yeah. probably had the worst game of his career against Tampa Bay last year, and it's understandable. His first game, he, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was, his first game. It was literally so, his first game in the NFL. Yeah. But like, if they want to stop Brady, they need him to play like a star. To maybe not get two sacks or whatever but just have an impact, like create some throwaways from Brady on third down, make a stop on third and two on Leonard Fournette, like go be a star, Micah Parsons. This is why they have him.
0: Absolutely. And I think another guy that's going to have to have a probably more understated, but similarly important impact is Demarcus Lawrence, right? Because he's got to dominate that line of scrimmage. He's the strongest run player on that defensive line. If you're going to get any kind of pressure on the outside that isn't coming from Micah Parsons, uh, especially against someone like Tristan Wirfs, it's it's going to be DeMarcus Lawrence who's going to get that for you. How about Dante Fowler? I think he has five sacks in his last five games against Tom Brady. I, I mean, I, look, I think Fowler is – we may look back at that as, as kind of the Javon curse of of, of, the, of signings this year, right? Where he, he comes in as a rotational player and just really shines in that role. I think he is going to get a lot more opportunity than he has in a long time to get one-on-one situations on the outside. We'll see. Uh, all right, let's let's
1: uh, let's get to my favorite part of the show, oh, the score boy, predictions. Man. But before we do that, I want to tell you about BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year's week one opening lines Where the Dallas Cowboys, are two-and-a-half-point underdogs at home Uh, bet online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information including live betting esports and scores it's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports and events including mlb mma boxing and golf head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action bet online where the game starts
2: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: All right, Landon. What's your prediction? Week one, Cowboys-Bucks.
0: I actually think the Cowboys can win this game. You know, I mean, I mean, I, I, obviously they can win the game, and th- these are very two kind of evenly matched teams, to be honest. The Cowboys are playing at home. I think that this is a better team now than it was when they played the Bucks last year. Um, I, I understand the losses that they've they've suffered, and I understand, you know, no Cooper, no no. Uh, Gregory, but I think that the the, the youth across this team that, that took last season and learned a lot has all grown a ton, and that's you know a number six seven players sp- spread out across your offensive defense. I think the Cowboys win one in which they control the line of scrimmage on the defensive side of football. They give Dak enough time to uh, to get the ball downfield a couple times enough to kind of spread things out, and then they have uh, they keep the defense Tampa Bay's defense off off kilter. Uh, with a with a balanced attack, I, I I'm going to go ahead and predict. I, I predicted a terrible score on WFA. I was on the spot, and I, I think I picked a 20 to 16 or something ridiculous. Go. I'm going to predict 28, 24 Cowboys. Um, I think they score a, a, a touchdown late to to, to win it, uh, and they keep it close to their chest all throughout the fourth quarter. I still think the Cowboys are going to be a
1: Playoff team this year. I think they're going to end up around 10 and seven. Uh, but these first two weeks make me nervous, right? Against really yep. good quarterbacks, against offenses that can put up points, and against pretty good defenses as well. I expect them to struggle out of the gate because this is just what the Cowboys have done uh, over the last couple decades. Like they've been awful in week one, unless they're facing the Giants, of course. But uh, I'm going to pick this to be a 27 to 17 game. But somewhat close going into the fourth quarter. I wouldn't be surprised if it's, you know, fourteen to ten going into the last fifteen minutes of this game. But I do think Tampa Bay is the better team. Um, again, I think it'll be close, but I'm picking the Bucks let's, to win.
0: Let's 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 remind everybody that uh, we 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 have to have Marcus pick against the, the Cowboys because otherwise they won't win. Yeah, like, it's, a it's a tradition at
1: this we're, point. We're going into so. what year six of this podcast yeah, now, so yeah. this is this is just what we do. So, yeah, uh, hey, I'm crossing my fingers
0: that I'm wrong. That'd be that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, it, all right,
1: that is it. Mar- for Marcus
0: loves to be suspiciously wrong, right? He loves yes. to be he loves to be like, uh, oh, oh no, my no, favorite team
1: won. I'm so yeah. disappointed.
0: <laughs> I love that aspect about
1: this. <laughs> uh, thank you for making Locked on Cowboys your first listen every day. Now make your second listen. The ultimate pro football preview 2022. It's an eight episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL season. The local team experts of the lockdown podcast network, plus a betting angle from Lee Sterling of lockdown bets, all combining into one ultimate NFL preview search for ultimate pro football preview 2022 on your odyssey app, YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back. I don't know. Sunday night, Monday morning, breaking down the the Cowboys bucks game should be a lot of fun. Everybody enjoy week one. Go follow the Lotton Cowboys podcast on Twitter at Lotton Cowboys. Follow Landon at McCoolBCB. I am at Marcus underscore Mosher. We'll see you guys next time.